Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. May I abide in well-being, in freedom from ill-will, in freedom from affliction, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from anxiety, and may I maintain well-being in myself. May everyone abide in well-being in freedom from ill will, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from anxiety, and may they maintain well-being in themselves. May all beings be released from all suffering, and may they not be parted from the good fortune they have attained. When they act upon intention, all beings are the owners of their action and inherit its results. Their future is born from such action, companion to such action, and its results will be their home. All actions with intention, be they skillful or harmful, of such acts, they will be the heirs. Bibiana, I could see your lips moving, your chanting with me, nice. Thank you. Thanks for coming back, everyone. Um, I wanted to start the evening with this uh, chant because uh, Maev this afternoon made me think of it right after our conversation. I was like, yeah, of course. I speak the, you know, the, the I say the sentences of, uh, loving kindness out loud. I do them through this uh, chant, often on retreat and sometimes at home. Uh, and Bibiana just put the, the word, the lyrics in the chat for us. It's a chant that is meant to be uh, uh, sung together in community, but uh, often I chant it alone because uh, I always think about it at the last minute in the retreats as I'm sitting on the cushion I, and I don't have the exact lyrics or anyway. And uh, tonight I just, uh, you know, I just thought, oh, we should actually do it. We should do it. So um, thank you, Maev, for bringing up your practice of metta or your, the practice that you did later. Uh, speaking the words out loud. Tonight I'd like to, uh, 
for us to explore, play a little bit with uh, more with uh, Meta. And, you know, this view that Anushka presented uh, last evening of, um, you know, this kind of suggestion, what if, what if we were to consider Meta in this way instead of something that we cultivate? Um, what if it was kind of the ground of being the ground of who we are, the, 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 in the matrix of, uh, of existence? You know, what if it was the spring? I think she used that image, the spring, and it was covered uh, by branches and leaves and dead leaves and all kinds of things that uh, hide it. And so that view, uh, you know, either you cultivate it, it has to be, uh, you know, born and uh, developed or it's underneath and we go to to um, re re retrieve it re refine it rediscover it um you can take one view or the other i like i like the one that it's there and it's covered and uh, especially that in the last few years i've been pr practicing very much in this way um uh, and I got this from one monastic, and I'm not sure if it's Ajahn Suchito or Sumedo, but uh, they were talking about metta in the same way that Anushka was saying, uh, you know, metta is what's left when we remove expectations and demands and judgments and fear and, uh, you know, preconceived ideas and biases and prejudice. That's what's left, you know? And um, so this monk, whoever, whichever one it was, <laughs> was saying that uh, they were viewing uh, metta as a practice of renunciation, renouncing grudge, renouncing, um, you know, the aversion, renouncing, uh, and this was uh, opening up to uh, care. And, you know, I think for us, uh, you know, to spirit, to intersex, bi, queer, genderqueer, non-binary, gay, lesbian, pansexual, asexual, gender, benders. Uh, there is, uh, there are layers that have been uh, added uh, that, uh, you know, cover that spring uh, layers of expectations and judgments and biases that we've uh, internalized. Um, and the, the work of metta uh, might be to uh, maybe uh, through vipassana, through insight, practice, or mindfulness. I use all of them syn uh, synonymously right now. You know, there's a there's the beautiful work of removing removing these leaves and branches that obstruct the view. Uh, uh, so we do this through mindfulness practice and we can also do this through uh, through um, meta practice. And you know, one of my favorite books since um, since before it came out actually, because I had the chance to read the manuscript, uh, is a book that uh, Kevin who's on retreat here put together with, um, with Elizabeth Marston uh, 
and uh, it's a book called The Transcending. I'll show it to you, and I'm sure Carl or Twinkle will find the link for you because they also are uh, writing pieces in this anthology of uh, uh, trans uh, Buddhist and uh, um, genderqueer Buddhist and non-binary uh, Buddhist or ex-Buddhist <laughs> in some of the cases. And, and uh, this book is so incredibly rich. Um, there's Chance also is on retreat here, who's part of the, is one of the, one of the authors in the book. There might even be more that I'm not aware of just as I'm speaking now, but um, I think there is a queer dharma. I really believe there is a queer dharma, you know, and uh, uh, and I think it's going to become more and more clear and more and more. Uh, and I think it has a lot to offer to queer folks, but also, you know, I think that many of the you know, heterosexuals and, uh, um, you know, all people who don't don't uh, fit under the large umbrella of the LGBTQIA 2S, uh, same gender loving, uh, et cetera, group, you know, can benefit from this queer dharma. Um, and I think there is a trans dharma. I discovered it very clearly reading this book and rereading it. There's definitely uh, a trans uh, gender queer dharma that has a lot to offer to uh, non-binary folks who practice to queer uh, gender queer folks and trans folks but definitely a lot to offer to all of us everyone can benefit from the insights that are in this book and that will uh, you know that um, the living teachers around uh, you know are offering and um, and in line with what I'm talking about uh, tonight, you know, this um, this um, uh, internalized, uh, you know, transphobia or homophobia or, or um, uh, you know, all, uh, is well expressed by Katrina Reed, who was one of the teachers from uh, Manzanita village. Uh, she's a woman, a trans woman teacher, and she, she says here, uh, she talks about our sense of being outside, being other, and a per paralyzing sense of unworthiness and shame, uh, questioning our right to exist. Um, she talks about um, the need to unpeel the layers of expectations and anxiety and the lack of self-love. Uh, she talks about being cut off from parts of our uh, of ourselves. Uh, and I think, yeah, the mindfulness will do this and Meta also can, can have a way to, to go in there and heal, heal. Uh, and I like, just, just because it's on the other page there, I, there's so many things that I underlined, but she says, uh, queer, uh, Queer means transgressive, uh, challenging the status quo. So it follows that the Buddha was queer. Transgressing, uh, challenging the status quo. So here's to the 
trans dharma into the queer dharma. And so, yeah, I'd like us to play a little bit with this. If you've sat with me, there's big chances you've practiced, uh, we've practiced this together a little bit. I actually don't get over it. It, um, of course, it can bring uh, different emotions, like none would be one of the options, <laughs> you know, one of the possibilities, but it could bring, uh, you know, sorrow and grief and confusion, but uh, it could also bring uh, some ease to the mind and uh, certainly for me, there's a particular kind of joy that I feel from releasing a layer or even kind of pretending. There's an aspect of this to me that is at least pretending for a moment, like playing with the idea, you know, not, uh, I'm, you know, the uprooting of the shame or self uh, unworthiness it might be a long road. But uh, I find in this practice that there's a way to um, maybe remove it just for a few minutes, just for a few moments, and just to feel how it would feel. Anyway, that's my personal experience about around this kind of practice. You'll see how it works for you, how it works on you, if it's meaningful, you know. Some practices are meaningful for us, and it's important to say that some are not. You know, we just don't resonate with some practices so don't blame yourself for this and please don't blame moi either if it doesn't resonate uh, it might for some of us in this group and so it's a you know it's a sharing that we do we and if it benefits a few of us then maybe it's good maybe it's good enough shall we try and just a little bit And yes, we're invited to come, you know, somewhere near inside, somewhere near our experience, you know, wherever it feels uh, good or safe or appropriate, you know. And it might be to just notice, as we often do, notice the breath. Notice this living body, this living being. It's happening now. There is a sensitive consciousness that is touched by tiredness or words or coolness or warmth. And yes, we could start with this uh, if we want with this uh, body here, living, you know, doing its best to carry, carry us from one place to the other, to, to digest food, to beat and breathe, and so many things that this body does for us, protecting us with its immune system and, and all the different systems in there. You know, the nervous system doing its very best for us to feel the world, get the information, and be able to process it. So appreciation maybe for a moment for the this body, parts of it, 
And if, uh, if you want, you could uh, think something like for a moment, for just a moment as an exploration, just for a moment, I, uh, I want to free myself from judgments I have against the body or resentment or shame. For just a moment, I want to allow the body to be just as it is right now. For a moment, letting go as much as possible of any demands, expectations, shoulds, injunctions, you should be like this, you should be like that. For just a moment as an exploration, freeing the body from judgments, And preconceived ideas. Allowing it to breathe as, as it does. Allowing it to be sensitive as it is. Noticing just how it feels, not that it should feel any particular way, just becoming aware how it feels now. It's just an exploration. And maybe coming to sounds or hearing, as a, often as an element of space in the hearing, becoming aware of the space around us through audition, hearing. And if there's somebody that um, you know, you like, share life with, but have um, maybe some judgments about expectations that get in the way sometimes of your having access to the love you have maybe for this being or the well-wishing or the friendliness, you know, ideas that are in your mind when you think about this person that they should be otherwise. They should be a little less like this or a little bit more like that. So somebody might come to mind. And if you want, think of this being saying, I free you for a moment. Secretly, we won't tell anyone. Just for a moment, I free you from my ideas, limiting ideas about you. 
my expectations, demands, my harshness in the way that I hold you, see you. For at least a moment, I release you from these hindrances that block the flow of care I might feel for you. And I take a moment to recognize your sensitivity. The difficulty of having senses and being touched all the time. By things heard and seen and felt and thought. I wish you the best in your humanity. And I might in a few moments get back to my ideas about you, my preconceived ideas, my conclusions about you, or maybe not. And in the same way, or if we reverse this now, I'd like to free myself from your limiting views or resentment or shoulds that you put on me, expectations and demands and judgments. For at least a moment, I free myself from your ideas about me that might be oppressive for me. Just to feel how it feels, and you can put this in your own words. For at least a moment, I free myself. From your judgment, or expectations, And there might be, you could, maybe we can let go of this being in this relationship for a moment. It's a work in progress. It's a, it's a, we're playing with this. It's an exploration. And maybe you'll think of somebody, somebody who has view on you, of you that are limiting and harsh expectations and demands. It might be members, a member of your family or somebody at work or 
neighbor, somebody comes to mind, just one person, they'll represent uh, many other relationships, but one person comes to mind that you feel uh, asking too much of you, or asking you to be something that you're not, somebody that you're not. And if you want, you can play with this here. I free myself at least for a moment just to feel how it feels. I free myself from your ideas about me. Your demands and expectations and disappointment, resentment, biases. free myself from all of these to feel how it would feel what kind of freedom there could be in this mind heart being freed from these limiting views wrong views you have about me And still with the same person, maybe we could reverse it just to see if it applies, if it makes sense somehow. Hey, I'd like to free you now from my limiting views about you, from my judgments about you, my expectations that I put on you, just for a moment, just to feel how it would feel. Free you from my should, shoulds, you should be otherwise. You should be further along in your understanding or and I allow myself to recognize your humanity. I give you back your humanity. your sensitivity, your right to confusion, expectation. However it feels right for you right now to practice this. And if you want, letting go of this relationship for a moment from the images or the thought, thoughts of this person. That's also a practice of equanimity, not getting clingy around this, seeing if we can let this go. Maybe it's not all re resolved. It would be so natural that it wouldn't be. 
And just coming back to being here now in this room where you are for a moment, checking in, grounding oneself in the breath, in the posture, in the hearing, wherever we want. Noticing the state of this being now. How is this being maybe exhausted, maybe perturbed, triggered, maybe calm, maybe a little bit more spacious, quiet, or agitated? So many possibilities here. Sometimes I do get, get a little creative with this. So see if you want to follow me there, if it's a bit of nonsense to you. To me, it makes sense somehow. Sometimes I take a moment, same similar practice here. I take a moment and I think of the past, my past. And I do the same practice, hey, my past, at least for a moment, I free you from my judgments about you, from my demands that you'd be otherwise. Just if you want, you do that practice. I free my past from my expectations and preconceived ideas and judgments. I allow my past to be what it was. Just for a moment to feel how it would feel. To cease fire with the past. To end at least for a moment the struggle. This is how you are or were. This is what happened. I will attend to you. all the repercussions here today, but I want to hate you. Just if it feels right, don't put in your mind any words that don't feel right to you. And one could do the same with life in general, all the expectations and judgments we put on life or on the future.
if you want to play with this in your own way or bring somebody else to mind. Maybe there's somebody else that is itching you that you really want to get at. Hey, you come over here. I want to free you and I want to free myself for a few moments. See where you want to go with this. Or if you prefer to just be here, silent. if you want, letting go of this uh, person you have in mind or aspect of your life. Ending in the way that you see fit. This uh, thought related to this aspect of your life or this person. And just maybe feeling the hands where they are right now. Grounding attention in the hands, resting in the hands if that's a good place for you. It might be somewhere else, in the feet or the thighs or the hearing or the belly rising and falling. And we could take just a few more minutes if you want to explore this a little further, just if you want, otherwise you can tune me out, uh, whatever is the right verb here. But if you want, and you want to think of, um, maybe there's a group of being that you've been harsh towards, that you've been judgmental about, you know, that you have biases, uh, you know, learned, maybe biases with a certain group of people that you fear or judge. And you would like to uh, release these people from 
you know, your maybe your slightly wrong view about them or absolutely wrong view about them that you inherited maybe from family or the dominant culture. So a group of being might come to mind for you that you'd like to say, hey, I want to free you at least for a moment from my preconceived ideas about you and biases and judgments about you. I'd like to recognize your humanity and wish you well. Maybe you felt oppressed by a certain group and you've bundled up all of these people together, giving no chance, not recognizing the humanity anymore. And if you want to go there, try it out. Hey, I know you're sensitive too. I'd like to Take a pause here, just a moment, and wish you well. However you want to word this, may you find in your heart deep, deep caring and consideration. May you find in your heart joy and generosity. And in the same way, if you think that uh, there's a group of beings that have uh, judged you harshly, violently, made you invisible, or tried to present you as not worthy, maybe some dominant group, come to mind, you could think in your own way, I free myself from the messages you've been sending my way about my people. I free myself from your wrong view, your confusion, your distorted views. your ignorance or delusion. I totally free myself from your fear, aversion. I free myself from your discomfort. When you're with me, 
for at least a moment, I totally free myself from these attitudes. Just to feel how it feels. And this is absent, non-existent. And let go of the thoughts, if you can, related to these beings. and see if there can be some measure of composure here, some tenderness, some steadiness, some acceptance and renunciation, whatever is needed here to find the balance again. If lost, it would be natural. What could be helpful here, maybe to ground in the feet, or the breath, to become aware of us, this community, sitting together, practicing together, maybe think of things we appreciate that are beautiful and precious in our lives. It might be people, animals, situation, things. Let yourself think of three, four, five things, people, animals, that you appreciate. And gently, if you want, opening the eyes, if they were closed. Noticing the room where you are, the light at this time of the afternoon or evening. The objects that surround you, probably many of them known to you. Notice the gravity, how things rest on the ground, the floor, plants or chairs, or furniture or books, grounded. Okay. To me, this is an ongoing work, this uh, practice in this particular way that it, it resonates for me. Um, and we never know what's coming, huh? but somehow tonight it was not as joyful as it's been, you know, the feeling of freedom that I felt uh, 
often in the past uh, there was more of a bittersweet or tender, tender uh, feeling to it, very tender. How I'd like to finish the evening, close the evening tonight is, um, so this all started when I was uh, rereading the transcending book a few days ago, uh, maybe even uh, right the, the evening before the retreat started. And I was uh, rereading, re uh, yeah, a, a number of the texts, the essays, and uh, I ran into the one from, uh, in the book from uh, Adam Rowland was a friend of this retreat um, and I was really appreciating the the, the essay and uh, and then I remembered uh, that uh, Adam was a very creative person uh, had put uh, a few years back into a melody into a song a very beautiful poem uh, from Mary Oliver that you might know wild geese a very known poem, Wild Geese. And uh, so Adam uh, put this into a beautiful song that is recorded and on their website. And so I went to listen to it the other night before the retreat. And, and then I sent it to a few of my friends, you know, and one friend wrote back and she was like, oh my God, I'm crying. It's so beautiful. I love this poem because, uh, well, Mary Oliver, queer, uh, Sangha member, you know, and, uh, but this friend was saying, like, it, uh, it touches this part where we feel we don't belong, you know, and there's this calling us back in the, in the world, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and this friend was saying, and now, like, with like, with melody, you know, in the voice of Adam, anyway, so I thought, oh, that would be a good way to finish the the evening together and uh, you know bringing in Adam who's not uh, with us uh, this weekend but uh, a dear a dear uh, queer friend so is that is that okay that's a rhetorical question <laughs> so I think so we have uh, Adam uh, in a way with us tonight through uh, their website and we have Mary Oliver and I think with the magic of Zoom now, we're, we're getting uh, more uh, technically uh, good with this. So I think, you know, you'll hear the, the song from Adam and then the lyrics will appear from uh, Mary Oliver. And so that, that will be how we'll close the uh, evening tonight. Okay. Thank you so, so much. And we can uh, just, uh, you know, appreciate this be rocked by this, be embraced by the Adam and Mary uh, with eyes closed open, however you want. Thank you, Twinkle, for this. Should work. We did the test last evening. 
I want uh, you to know that um, Adam was uh, really happy that we we played the song tonight. I contacted them, uh, uh, you know, when I listened to the song and had the thought that we could share it. And so uh, Adam sends their love. And um, take good care of yourself tonight, whatever that means to, uh, for you. Um, you know, it might be uh, that you want to practice some more, be in silence and take care of the of this um, soft animal, um, or whatever else seems right. You know, that would be supportive to uh, to stay in the you know in that retreat space and that uh, heartfelt space and that uh, caring space what would be uh, helpful for some it might be a little reading you know for some it might be listening to a little some music or dancing or moving for some of us it would be eating maybe and it might be connecting with a friend a friend for a few minutes See what it uh, what fits for you in terms of what uh, how you uh, decided to spend the, the retreat, what format it uh, takes for you, and what's appropriate now, you know. So that tomorrow when we gather, we can start, and we don't have to start from the, you know, from scratch again, because we, you know, we got lost in the evening. So what we've practiced today is very, very tender, very precious. And we're building on what we're doing together. So see if we can take care of what we've built together today. Okay? 
Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks to Anushka and our dear managers. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.